When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On the TV, on the radio, and even social media, everyone has become a debater. Hot heads, hot takes, and lots of hot air are now the norm. But only one can be the master debater. This is Master Debaters from News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And I'm Dennis Foley, and welcome to Master Debaters, the show where the best argument wins. Joining us this week and catch his sports reports every weekday on Fox News Headlines 24-7 on Sirius XM Channel 115, Matt Napolitano. Hey, Matt. What's going on, Dennis? You know, just doing a show. Not much. I uh, know. I'm a part of it. I'm here. Oh, oh well, welcome. <laughs> Our next contestant can be heard every weekday morning on Kiss Country 93.7 in Shreveport, Bristol. Hey, Bristol. Howdy! So glad to be here. Welcome. And our third debater is a stand-up comedian and can be heard every Saturday evening on the Saturday Night Super Show on News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 in San Antonio. It's Roman Garcia. Hey, Roman. Hello. Uh, thank you for the invite. I uh, highly compliment. Well, thank you. Well, welcome. They are going to be presenting arguments in an effort to try to win over our judge, who this week is Bobby from Austin. Hey, Bobby. Hey, guys, how you all doing? How you doing, Bobby? Good, Bobby. Now, uh, Bobby's job is going to be to analyze and critique each response our contestants to uh, have uh, or present to the questions I give them throughout the show, along with being the show's host as when asking questions and all that fun stuff. I'm also the show's referee, so if I hear something that I don't like or merits a penalty, you hear this whistle. Now, before we get started, let's give our contestants a chance to ask the judge a question to get to know him a little bit better. Let's start with Matt. So, Bobby, let me ask you, you are from Austin. I know being from New York, a lot of people that migrated south towards Austin. How do you feel when people say Austin is the southern Brooklyn? That is not the case. Austin is not southern Brooklyn. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Bristol, you have a question? I do. Hey, Bobby. Um, If you were on a dating site, would your profile include must-love dogs? Definitely. I have one dog of my own. Awesome. Gotta love a dog lover. (laughs) And Roman, you got a question? Yeah. uh, Bobby, are you a God-fearing man? Uh, No, I consider myself a religious police, but I'm not a God-fearing man. I, 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 it was Austin, so I assumed as much. Okay, great. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, let's play. Opening arguments on Master Debaters. Yes, it's opening arguments. In this segment, I'll give each combatant one question. And that combatant will answer the question. And our judge, Bobby, will give them a score between zero and ten points. They will each have 30 seconds for their argument, and a buzzer will let them know when time is up. 
Start with Matt, a controversial move by California that would no doubt face lawsuits and could set up another face-off with the Trump administration. Governor Gavin Newsom signing an executive order on the hood of a red electric Ford Mustang mandating that California ban the sales of gasoline-powered vehicles by 2035. Newsom saying with wildfires burning here that the need to battle climate change has never been more apparent. We are marking a new course. Uh, we are setting a new marker. He says driving a gasoline-powered vehicle and reselling them will not be banned in California, but all new vehicle sales by 2035 will have to be zero-emission vehicles. Alex Stone, ABC News, Los Angeles. So, Matt, is that good news or bad news? Yeah, I don't, don't see it working out any way at all. There's definitely going to be a lot of hiccups with this, definitely a lot of lawsuits coming their way. Not to mention the big problem in California is all the dry brush on the ground that is causing these wildfires to spread, well, like wildfire. I mean, a gender reveal party started one of these wildfires out there. So maybe the bigger problem that Gavin Newsom needs to outlaw are gender reveal parties and cleaning up brush. Let's focus on that, <laughs> getting across the finish line, and then maybe we can start focusing on the emissions coming from vehicles. Yes, it's an important issue. Climate change is a very important thing, but come on. There are bigger fish to fry. Stop with the whole parties of boy and girl. No one needs that. It's starting wildfires now. All right, Bobby, what <laughs> score do you want to give zero to ten? I'm going to give that one a solid eight. Yes. All right. <laughs> Bristol, more doctors are refusing to treat patients if they refuse vaccinations. A new study finds that more than half of pediatricians have a dismissal policy for families who refuse to vaccinate their children. A large percentage of providers feel that when parents are told that is the policy, that they reverse their position and do get vaccinated. However, pediatrician Dr. Allison Camp at Colorado's Anschutz Medical Campus says that may lead to an unanswered question. Sometimes parents I imagine we'll leave the practice. And then the question is, is it easy for them to get care elsewhere? Stephen Kaufman, CBS News. So, Bristol, should doctors refuse to treat patients who refuse vaccines? 30 seconds. You know, honestly, don't have a problem with that. And let me tell you why. I'm not pro-vaccinations. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I believe that everybody has the, the right to care for their children medically as they say fit. Here's the deal. If your doctor refuses to see your child, if your pediatrician turns them away because you do not believe in vaccination, this is a free economy. Guess what? There's going to be doctors that specialize in anti-vaxxer babies. Mm-hmm. Bobby, zero to ten points. What do you, what do you want to give that? Uh, I give that a solid seven. All right, Roman, you're next. All right. Do you have a heavy foot on the accelerator? Do the cops just have it out for certain cars? You get a lot of tickets. Your car may be to blame. A new study by Insurify finds people driving Subaru WRX sports cars received the most speeding tickets during the past year. People behind the wheel of the Volkswagen GTI and the Subaru Impreza were also pulled over for going too fast. Dodge has the most vehicles in the top 10 list. That's CBS's Diane King Hall. So, Roman, do you agree with this list of cars being most prone to getting yourself a bill from the law? 30 seconds. Uh, You know, they do it. I I have an insurance background, and believe it or not, we used to rate uh, certain cars and certain colors higher because we knew there was a propensity for them to be stopped more often just by the fact that it's a red sports car versus it's a you know a brown suv so i I know it happens i don't think it's right um but uh i I just think that um 
you know, it, it's just the reality of the perception of the vehicle. So, you know, I don't think it's good, but it happens. Bobby, what do you want to give that score or that argument as a score? <laughs> I'm going to get that one an eight as well. All right. Well, hey, thanks, Bobby. All right. Now, praise the Lord. Coming up, man caves, cameras, and cleaning. There's still a lot of <laughs> left of the beat. This is Master Peters from KTSA. This is Master Debaters, the show where the best argument wins. Yep, it is, and things are going to start heating up now. We have Matt Napolitano, Bristol, and Roman Garcia this week competing to convince our judge, Bobby, that their argument is the best argument. And if you'd like to be a judge on a future edition of Master Debaters, head over to our website, ktsa.com slash masterdebaters, and enter to be our next adjudicator. So let's keep this debate going. For argument's sake, on Master Debaters... So in this segment, I will give all three contestants the same question. They will each take a turn presenting their argument. After they all take their 30 seconds to respond, our judge will then give each of them anywhere from 0 to 10 points for their responses. Fall holidays are, well, no doubt be different this year because of the COVID-19 pandemic. On Halloween, the CDC says traditional trick-or-treating is a high-risk activity. It says people can reduce risk by instead preparing individually wrapped goodie bags and lining them up for families to grab and go. Just make sure to wash your hands. For Thanksgiving, it says large indoor dinners with family and friends can be high risk. So if you must, it recommends keeping it small and outdoors if possible. CDC also throwing cold water on Black Friday and parades, saying people should avoid events and places with large crowds. Mark Remillard, ABC News. So uh, we're going to start with Matt. Are your holiday plans ruined because of the coronavirus? Well, I'll say this. I'm not really a Halloween person to begin with, but I know we're going to have trick-or-treaters around the neighborhood. It's going to happen, especially around the parks here. So, yeah, we'll be prepared in any way possible to make sure that kids can get some candy going. I mean, it's just part of the holiday. you got to accept it. Yeah, Black Friday isn't going to happen. But you know what? That's probably for the better safety of mankind that Black Friday is not going to happen. I don't really need to see people getting jacked up over a TV and knocking people out anymore. Yeah, it's good news footage, but at the end of the day, we really don't need that happening with everything else going on. Just be safe out there. Be smart. Don't be ridiculous in a time like this. Bristol, your turn. It's fair to say that the people at the CDC are officially fun sponges. I mean, come on. We've been doing this for six months now. If we don't know how to wear a mask and socially distance, we've got issues. It was already dangerous to send your kids door to door. Let's do it right. Let's send a parent with them. And let's make sure that we only go to places where we trust the candy. And does anybody else find it funny that they thought that Thanksgiving was dangerous because of COVID? Big family get-togethers were dangerous before that ever happened. <laughs> Roman, your turn. Okay, first of all, some of these CDC recommendations are really stupid. To say, let's make a grab bag that everybody can just reach into. Hello? Who right there said it? Everybody's reaching into it. It's just stupid. People need to use some common sense. And so, you know what? Let people trick or treat. I'll throw the candy in your friggin' pumpkin head or whatever you got. Uh, I, 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 I don't really care to have family over for Thanksgiving anyway, so we're all good. You know? Um, but I think people just need to use some common sense, have some fun, and, uh, and you know what? If it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. So, Bobby, what scores you want to give out for those arguments? Uh, well, I'll give them, I go one by one. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. So Matt, I gave a six. Bristol, I gave a seven. And Roman, I gave a seven. All right. 
Next topic, the Justice Department is expect, expected to file an antitrust action against Google in coming weeks, focusing on its dominance in online search and whether it's uh, it was used to stifle competition and hurt customers. We'll start with Matt. Is Google too powerful, too big, too strong? Well, I don't know about everybody else, but I certainly bing everything nowadays. No, what? It's just Google. It just became the powerhouse. It's just part of the free market. You know what? It became the one search engine that everybody talks about. You don't even refer to it as Google.com. If you're going to look look something up, you say, oh, I'll Google it. I'll check it that way. It's just a matter of fact. It hasn't been that it's become too powerful. I think it's just a matter of the success that they've had, and they've grown into a dynamo. You have to accept it. Sorry, Ask Jeeves. I'm really sorry it didn't work out for you. I'm sorry that I'm not Googling, I'm, yeah, I'm not Googling things on Yahoo. See, it's, it's just a matter of becoming a mainstay and making a name for yourself. All right, Bristol, 30 seconds. You know, I have to agree with Matt and the fact that, you know, in this country, it seems like we try to penalize people who have a great idea, a great plan, and they get out there and execute it. They were successful. They did knock off all these other search engines. Why are we going to penalize them? It is a free market. This is a capitalistic society. You know what? Someone else can step up. When you are synonymous with something, i.e. Kleenex and tissues, Google and search, you've officially made it. And Roman, 30 seconds. Okay, I think it's great that you, I love being able to Google something and find everything I need at my fingertips, but I don't trust Google. So yeah, I do think they need to somehow take a look at what they're doing because when Google started buying robotics companies and they started building robots that can jump three stories, uh, rhinoceros-sized robots that can plow through a wall, I started getting real nervous, especially when they know everything about me and they can decide if they want to come and send that robot kicking my door down to kill me and my family. The evil killer Google robot. Yes. Okay. Put that under your Christmas tree this year, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> what scores are you giving the out? The size to of a rhinoceros. <laughs> uh, scores. Google it. They all did. Look. Everybody actually got an eight on that one. All right. Wow. Next topic. The FDA is asking TikTok to make it stop after a viral and extremely dangerous challenge popped up on the social media platform. The FDA says it's strongly urging TikTok to remove and be on the lookout for more user videos of an extremely dangerous game called a Benadryl challenge. It's when teenagers post videos of themselves taking high doses of the allergy medication to help them hallucinate. The FDA says it's aware of news reports where young people ended up in the ER or even died after overdosing on the medication. The agency is warning that taking a high dose of the over-the-counter allergy drug could cause serious heart problems, seizures, coma, or even death. Faith Abube, ABC News, Washington. So, Bristol, we've seen social media challenges come and go. <laughs> Which one of these challenges would you say is the worst? 30 seconds. Man alive. Are we going to blame an app for people's idiocy, their stupidity? I mean... It doesn't matter if it shows up on Facebook, then it became uncool for the kids. So they went to Snapchat, then their parents found that, then they went to TikTok. And there's just a new challenge every time you turn around. When are we going to teach these kids to go, hey, that might hurt? Kind of like eating a Tide Pod. Doesn't really work for me. Let's get smarter. Roman, your turn. Which challenge is the worst challenge? 
Uh, I think, I don't remember what it was called, but I think it was the one where people were jumping out of their freaking car and dancing. Uh, yeah, that's, that's genius. Um, I, I just, I wish they'd have done the challenge at a higher rate of speed. You know what I'm saying? Let's just weed them out quicker. So these challenges, I think someone out there is just saying, hey, what can I do to rid the world of stupid people? And since I can't just kill them myself, let me come up with some of these challenges and weed them out. So I think that's what's happening. Um, and you know what? The strong survive. Stupid people die, I guess. Matt, your turn. I got to say, it's impressive that kids are stepping up now from Tide Pods to Benadryl. I don't know if it's because of those $600 stimulus checks that they can afford the Benadryl now. And it makes way for you know a great allergy season along with a great challenge for TikTok. But you know what? It's just a matter of the stupidity of social media. Everybody's looking for instant celebrity, trying to go viral while simultaneously trying to give themselves some kind of disease by drinking too much Benadryl or eating a Tide Pod. I think people need to grow up and realize that there are more, uh, there are better ways and more memorable ways to make yourself uh, achieve something and gain greater in society rather than being that person that died while eating a Tide Pod on Instagram. All right, Bobby, <laughs> what scores you want to give out? Zero to ten. Okay, so Bristol got a six, Roman got an eight, and Matt got an eight. All right. Next heat is on. Next All right. topic. So what's on your to-do list today? If some house cleaning is on it, you want a loan. Seventy percent of consumers in a recent survey that we fielded said that they were cleaning their homes more often. That's Greg Schwartz with Allen USA, a natural cleaning products company. He says the pandemic is one reason, but it isn't the only one. We're spending more time in our homes and we're making more messes, so we're cleaning up more messes. Most of our cleaning time is spent in the kitchen and in the bathrooms, followed by areas that are frequented by kids and pets. Daria. Albinger, ABC News. So, uh, Bristol, are homes cleaner or messier with people spending more time at home? 30 seconds. You know, it's probably a toss-up, if we're being honest. You're home more often, so you're going to mess it up more often, i.e., you're probably going to clean it more often. I mean, it doesn't really... <laughs> it's kind of common sense here. However, um, you know, there are people that are taking uh, cleanliness to an extreme, and they are going through and sanitizing everything from doorknobs to light switches. So, you know, those people were already probably germaphobes. I don't know. Roman, your turn. Yeah, I think people are cleaning more, but I think one of the reasons is because husband and uh, husbands and wives are trying not to murder each other. So they're saying, you know what, I'm going to go to the other room and I'm just going to find something to do. And you just start dusting something or scrubbing something. I've taken it so far that I started moving my way out into the yard and looking at trees I need to remove. So I think it's just, uh, yeah, part of the uh, worry about germs, but I think it's also to stay busy so that you don't go nuts or you don't kill each other. Matt, 30 seconds. Well, I do have to admit, I was one of those people at the beginning of this pandemic that was spraying down their groceries when they were bringing them in from the store. But I think I've definitely found myself cleaning more often because now it's a combination of not just home, it's home and office. So I'm trying to stay on top of everything as much as I can. I also get a little bit of relaxation. I know it sounds weird. Relaxation out of folding laundry and, you know, trying to like scrub a bathtub. I just throw on my music. I get in the zone and I just like, I'm just enjoying myself watching time go by because quite, quite frankly, at this point, I'm scrolling the days like I'm in Shawshank Redemption on the wall waiting for one of the outside again. All right, Bobby, what scores you want to give out? All right, Bristol, seven, Roman, seven, and Matt, an eight. 
All right, All right. Next topic. A new report from safety.com says no matter where we go throughout the day, there is very likely a security camera recording what we're doing. According to the study, the average American is being recorded 238 times per week. If you travel often, you are being recorded over a thousand times per week. And with surveillance technology spreading to every corner of the globe, studies estimate there will be about a billion security cameras filming worldwide by 2021. Maria Garcia, CBS News. All right. So uh, more security is a good, uh, more securities, more security cameras. Are those a good thing or a bad thing? We're going to start with Roman. 30 seconds. Um, yes. Yes and no, because uh, I can't lie about my whereabouts as much as I used to be able to, because you might be able to track me. Um, but I think it is good because if ever someone tries to uh, kidnap me and sex traffic me, uh, they could see. Um, who the five guys were that lifted me up and threw me into a van. So, um, so good and bad. Um, you know, every time I run a red light, I wonder if they're going to zap me uh, with that with that camera and send me a bill in the mail. But you know, Big Brother's always watching. Matt, thirty seconds. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's just a mix of both. I think it's greater in the sense of more security, especially in public places where there's concerns about kidnapping and concerns about attacks, where you get a greater idea of who's out there and how quickly you can trace down a suspect. But at the same time, there needs to be certain limits as to how far we go with this. I think red light cameras are an absolute joke because there's been multiple times where I've been caught and I ended up appealing it. And by the way, didn't have to pay the fine. If you do it right, you can do it too, folks. Anyway, I think you just need to find the right way to get the, you know, find the right borderline to allow people to still have that bit of personal life, but, you know, also assure some safety in some instances where they need it. Sorry, I went too long. Damn it, Matt. 30 seconds. I know, I'm terrible. (laughs) Crystal. Okay, my first question is, do they have filters on these cameras? Because, like, my right side is definitely (laughs) my best side. And will my fictitious husband have access to this information about where I was? Because I was not shoe shopping. I was not. Here's the deal. There are way too many positives to the security angle of this to get rid of it. Plus, we're too far down the road to begin with. Uh, You know, as with anything, it's what you do with that information. Because truly, information is power. All right, Bobby, what scores do you want to give out to our contestants? Okay, Roman got a 7, Matt got an 8, and Bristol got a 7. All All right. All right. Next topic. What was a storage room under Grand Central Terminal in New York City was turned into a man cave. Now three railroad workers have been suspended after a fridge microwave tv and even a futon were found way underground the mta says it all happened beneath track 114 and three metro north employees a wireman a carpenter foreman and an electrical foreman have been suspended without pay pending disciplinary hearings investigators believe they used the area when they were supposed to be working matt piper cbs news so so roman what do you think about a diy man cave or she shed in your place of employment 30 seconds I, I would help build it if it was my place of employment. You know, just, hey, man, we need somewhere to take a little break. I don't understand why they're being so tight. You can't assume they weren't working. Now, if work wasn't getting done, okay, then I could see that. But you know what? I think more places of employment need to have a place where people can go chill for a bit, not just a break room to microwave your popcorn or whatever, but somewhere with a TV, a pinball table, I don't know, a, a masseuse. I mean, just whatever, a, a humidor, smoke a cigar, it makes people more productive. Matt, 30 seconds. 
I don't know about the humidor aspect, but I definitely would understand having a, a dedicated area to allow people to just relax and vent. You definitely need something other than just the little kitchenette area. Here's my thing. I want to know how clean this room was inside Grand Central Station as somebody who is quite well frequented New York City subways and New York City train stations. If this thing was spotless, that would make me more mad than anything because then that means I know that they can clean up after themselves and we could scrub where the bums are peeing. That's where my problem lies. But you know what? If they're just using this as just their little getaway spot, so be it. If they were supposed to be on the clock and working, I have an even bigger problem because of all the overtime pay they're getting. Uh, Bristol, you're next. 30 seconds. You know, I am all for a break area where you can take a moment to lower your stress and decompress. We are so many of us in industries where we are just sitting like zombies in front of computer monitors all day. Being able to get up and go to that she shed or that man cave, you know, it's going to prevent eye sprain and, uh, you know, other ergonomic problems. It's a creativity boost and it's a chance to reevaluate your goals for the day. Mm-hmm. All right, Bobby, which argument was the best argument? Give us the scores. All right. Roman got a seven. Matt got a seven and Bristol got an eight. All right. Well, coming up, our debaters have been waiting all week to tell the world something that's been on their mind. Let's hear what it is and what their competitors think about it next on Master Debaters from KTSA. This is Master Debaters from 550 KTSA and FM 1071. I'm Dennis Foley. Joining us this week is Matt Napolitano, Bristol, and Roman Garcia, who are all working to coerce our judge, Bobby, from Austin to give them more points than their fellow competitors. Let's keep this debate going. State your case on Master Debaters. So our competitors before the show came in with a topic they wanted to talk about, a case they want to present to our judge. They will get 90 seconds to present that case. During those 90 seconds, if the other combatants wish to challenge, they will get 45 seconds each after the case is done presented to then present their challenge. Now, after all those challenges are done, the original presenter will get 45 seconds to address those other arguments. If they change their topic from what they had sent before, I will assess an automatic five-point penalty. There are also now more points at stake. Our judge can now give up to 20 points at the end of each topic or can take away up to 20 points from everyone, whether they challenge or choose to stay quiet. So right now our points leader is Matt. So Matt, your 90 seconds starts now. Well, thank you, Dennis. The NFL this week actually fined five different head coaches $100,000 each, fined their teams $250,000 apiece, because the coaches weren't properly wearing face coverings on the sidelines as part of the COVID-19 protocols now issued by the NFL for this current season. And I have to admit, I actually am in favor of such a high stakes fine to really send a message to these teams. Obviously, a lot of people are watching football right now. More people are going to be tuning in on Sundays because they got really nothing else to do other than be at home. It sends a message of the importance of wearing a mask right now in this current pandemic and just trying to abide by guidelines. I think $100,000 definitely hits the wallet hard. It may be just a little bit too much in, in excess, but at the same time, I think it says, well, if these guys are going to be flagged for not wearing a mask, maybe I should probably focus on going out and having a mask on when I'm, oh, I don't know, heading into a store or going into any public place and not causing a scene and not causing an uproar. 
I think if more public figures show themselves out and about wearing a mask, wearing a face covering, it sends a message to a lot of people out there who still don't want to believe that putting this over your face is going to curb the risk of COVID-19. I disagree. What do I got to do? What do I got to do? Just jump in on this. I messed mm-hmm. up with the bell thing again. That, that you bell did. keeps throwing me off mm-hmm. every time and I'm on this show. <laughs> Another <laughs> 15. Can I change the topic to argue against that bell? <laughs> <laughs> that bell is giving me a Pavlov's dog thing where I got to stop all of a sudden and stop my ramblings. Bristol, you get 45 seconds to challenge. You know, the whole idea behind this, the way that Matt presented it, is that celebrities are role models, whether they're in a movie or they're the coach for the New Orleans Saints. Here's the thing. Celebrities do not have a responsibility to be a role model parents do blaming celebrities is a scapegoat young impressionable people and let's face it a lot of adults as well are far more influenced by people who actually play a part in their life like their parents their caregivers and their friends i'm sorry we are putting way too much emphasis on these people to show us how to live their coaches and a few more seconds Oh, 45 seconds up. Now, Roman also has a challenge. 45 seconds. Yeah, I, I don't think these coaches need to be wearing masks. I'm sure all these guys are getting tested uh, every other day for COVID. And when I see the players on the sidelines kneeling, locking arms, and not wearing masks, it makes me wonder, and these guys are, are going to be face-to-face out on the field with no mask, obviously a helmet, but no mask. Why are you worried about the coach? who, uh, again, has probably been tested out the wazoo. And I think it's just uh, more just kind of uh, politically correct BS, if you ask me. I can say politically correct BS again if I need to fill in more time. (laughs) (laughs) Say say it slower. Really, really stretch it out. (laughs) All right, Matt, you get 45 seconds to rebut the challengers. Well, I do agree it should really start at home where kids should be more emphasis, get more emphasis from their parents when it comes to how to properly walk around during this current situation. I just think when you're tuning in on TV and seeing somebody that you're is a familiar face to you, hey, maybe even somebody that you admire to an extent, seeing them wear a mask, it sends a greater message. It sends something to your brain cells saying like, wow, if they can do it, so can I. I think it's just a matter of everybody kind of being in this together. It also shows that there's different, you know, just despite our differences, you know, socioeconomically, that whatever position we're in, we know that we got to put on this mask. We know that we got to follow social distancing. I think it just is better to spread that message as a wider array rather than try and, you know, politicize it the way that we have. I don't think it comes into any kind of PC nature, but I just think it's a smarter way to look at things and just to spread the better message. Bobby scores. What do you want to give everyone from negative 20 to positive 20? Oh, I got negative. a negative coming uh, my way. Well, nobody got negative. Um, <laughs> Matt, I'm going to give you a 16. Oh. Russell, I'm going to give you a 15. Roman, I'm going to give you a 14. Oh, well, all right. Tied game so the, far. The, the, the downhill slide continues. <laughs> wow, we're all tied now? Tight game, tight game. Oh. Very different kind of game. <laughs> Roman, oh. you're next with your 90 seconds, which starts now. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think we're living in an age where no one wants to take personal responsibility, and this really hit home to me with these California wildfires that happened because of this gender reveal party. I guarantee you there's someone in that family that is saying this wasn't our fault. 
it was an accident. Okay, it was an accident, but it's still your responsibility. Just like recently, my daughter had an accident. Someone hit, hit her from behind, smashed in her bumper. We filed the claim. They denied the claim because the guy said it wasn't his fault. Why? He just said it wasn't his fault. But everybody wants to say, not my fault, not my fault, not my fault. And I think we've given out just so many of these participation trophies to the years that now no one can handle the fact that they screwed up. And so no one wants to say, yes, my fault, my fault, my fault. Everybody wants to deflect, defer. You got criminals that are committing crimes that are that are giving the you know more of a benefit of the doubt than someone who's protecting their home from said criminal. So I just think we need to take more personal responsibility. I think it's going to prove it for everybody. And uh, again, I'm curious to hear what this family has to say once these wildfires get get finally suppressed and who's going to come out and say, not really our fault. Because they're trying to make them pay the million. But I, I think that, yeah, someone's going to say, wasn't my fault. I shouldn't be held responsible. Again, I don't know what's going on with this buzzer. I don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm new. I'm new. I don't... It's my first day. Yeah, my first day. What do you want? All right, Bristol, you get 45 seconds to challenge. You know, I, I, I agree with some parts of what Roman had to say. Taking responsibility for your actions seems to be rarely, very rare these days. Um, you got to take responsibility when things go wrong because it's crucially important to building trust with others and learning from your mistakes. If you don't take responsibility, you don't go, hey, you know what? I'm not going to step in that hole again. It's one of the most important parts of creating a satisfying life. And, you know, unfortunately, people learn the opposite growing up. Now, let's get to these gender reveal parties. Have you ever seen anything so narcissistic in your entire <laughs> life? The people that it matters to are already there. Mm -hmm. Why do you think someone wants to watch you blow up a blue or a pink firecracker? I just am <laughs> over it. Matt, your turn to challenge. Yeah, I'm actually kind of on board the same way with the gender reveal parties. I know I made a point of it earlier where I think they should be outlawed in the state of California. Well, I think that should go for the entire United States, especially since they've just gotten more and more ridiculous. It started out of just like cutting into the cake. And if the inside was blue, you're having a boy. Fine. No one's getting harmed. And hey, you get cake at the end of everything. But now the <laughs> fact that we are going into having firearms involved in this and having explosives involved in this is just part of detriment <laughs> to society. That being said, I do notice that a lot of people like playing the blame game nowadays, but I think it all stems from the fact that people for so long were sick and tired of being called out, and now they're trying to rigmarole their way into different excuses to get around everything. The fact of the matter is you got to own up to your stuff. When you mess up, you mess up. You say, it was on me. You point the fingers. That's a sign of a good quarterback. So don't be a bad quarterback. Don't be a Blake Bortles. Be a Tom Brady. <laughs> all right, Roman, you have 45 seconds to respond to your challengers. You know what? I, I, yeah, I'm all for gender reveal parties. Um, if, if, like you said, if there's cake, I don't think anybody in the big scheme of things gives a crap about what your gender is for your kid outside of the parents, the, the brothers and sisters, and maybe grandma and grandpa. But I think people have gotten so caught up in themselves, like I said, the narcissism where they think everything is something that everybody cares about. No, we don't. That's why, again, that's why TikTok's so popular. Okay, just because a girl's hot doesn't mean she needs to be dancing. I mean, are you really that full of yourself that think anyone gives a crap about your lack of dancing skills? You're hot. That's it. Period. And so let it go. No one cares about your life for the most part. No one cares. I don't care what you ate for lunch. 
I don't care, uh, you know, what you're doing during the, the COVID. I don't care. All right, Bobby, time for your points reveal party. How many points do you want to give out to people? Okay, Roman's got 14, Matt has 14, and Bristol has 13. Mm. All right, Bristol, 90 seconds yeah. for your so it's presentation. A, it's a gender thing. Uh, you know what? I think it is. I, Bobby may be sexist. I he's a dog lover, so I'm down with it. Well, your time started, Bristol. Oh, my goodness. Well, here is my topic. This is why dogs are so much better than cats as pets. I mean, let's face it. We're all God's creation, but some life forms are clearly more favored than others. And there's a reason why dogs are called man's best friend. Dogs are great company. In fact, it's been proven that people with pets did much better emotionally as well as physically during the pandemic, even those that lived alone if they were a dog owner. And you can train a dog to do cool stuff like roll over and play fetch. I mean, I'm lucky if my cat feels like using the actual litter box. Dogs help you get more active. After all, even when you don't feel like it, Bot needs to go for a walk, and dogs offer protection. I have four dogs. If my two ankle biters don't sound the alarm, my two mastiffs will take you out at the knees if you're in my home and you're uninvited. Dogs are loyal. Cats don't care if you live or die as long as there's kibble. And let's face it, dogs are funny. Have you ever seen a dog watch TV and freak out when he sees an animal on the screen? I have, and it's hilarious. And let's face it, dogs are heroes. How many search and rescue or bomb-sniffing cats have you heard about? <laughs> <laughs> and with a dog, you, my friend, will never be alone. They'll go with you everywhere you go, even the bathroom. And if you're single, they're the perfect wingman. <laughs> All right, so no challenges, Bobby. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry, I meant to challenge. Hey, well... <laughs> Can I still do no, that? No, you're too late. You're oh, too late. Crap. Bobby. Uh, you, you can't challenge these yeah, rules. The fast rebuttal. Oh, oh God. You, you can't challenge that at all because it's true. Cats will try to bird box you. They will make you try to end yourself. Okay? <laughs> so, Jeez. Bobby, uh, what scores do you want to give out to everyone? That was a solid 17. And, that are, and Matt and Roman, you both got 13. I got 13 in the last one and they didn't even challenge. I was so caught up in my anger against dogs listening that it distracted me from putting that I wanted to challenge. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's because of Fluffy with the shark claws. I get it. Well, who will win? We'll find out in a bit. It's Master Debaters from KTSA. From 550 KTSA and FM 1071. This is Master Debaters, the show where the best argument wins. Yes, and that argument ends right here, right now. It's a battle this week between Matt Napolitano, Bristol, and Roman Garcia to convince or judge Bobby that their argument is the best argument. But right now, it comes down to one final fight. Closing arguments on Master Debaters. This is where it all gets decided in a five-minute melee. I will present a topic, and our three contestants will hash it out amongst themselves for five full minutes. No more. No less. At the sound of the final <laughs> buzzer, our judge will give each contestant up to 100 points or can take away up to 100 points. 
The person with the fewest points will get a 15 second head start on their argument. Everyone else can join in after the bell has rung. Right now, the contestant with the fewest points is Roman. What? This is the topic. A team of British scientists has detected phosphine on the planet Venus, a gas normally associated with life. We're not talking about little green men or anything like that. Astronomer Emily drabeck Maunder says we're likely talking about microbes living in the Venetian atmosphere. If confirmed, it's a potential turning point. It should make everyone a little more hopeful that we're moving in the right direction for finding life in other places, whether that be on Venus or elsewhere. One astrophysicist is already calling the discovery mind-boggling. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. So first we had to deal with Martians, now we have to deal with Venetians. So now that Mars and Venus could have or had some form of life on it, if you had to choose which planet you would go to, which one would you go to? Roman, you get the 15-second head start. All right, well, like they say, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. If I could find a planet in between, that would be great. But uh, really... (laughs) Finding life on Venus, who cares? Finding life on Mars, who cares? If you don't care enough about the people here on Earth, why do you care about finding life anywhere else? We want to go over there and screw that up. My gosh, Roman, are you serious? That's crazy. You, it would be pure arrogance for us to sit here and think that we're the best that he could do. Of course, there's other life out there. And if I had to choose between being a Martian or a Venetian, I would totally take Venetian. I mean, they've got better blinds. Their fashion was better. (laughs) I mean, obviously, there was some foretelling going on here because we had Venetians right here. If they're they're like Marvin the Martian, just saying. Yeah, Yeah, but Marvin the Martian wore a freaking brush on his helmet. Let's start there, okay? But here's the thing. We are the best life form because you know what? We're not over there, a little piece of slime that they're trying to have to look for. We're already here. We're up and walking around, you know. Roman, you don't know that. We could be in the Matrix, brother. We could be (laughs) in a a Venetian. You know what I mean? They could be studying us, and we don't know. What are they, underground? (laughs) No, we would. (laughs) I don't see anybody. I don't see any Venetians waving at us when we're flying by. We do fly by. I, I you know what? Up. They didn't in Thurman's world or whatever Truman's show either, okay? <laughs> I, I firmly believe Martians have been watching us like for the, at least the past decade, planning to make their move and then watching what we're doing down here and be like, you know what? Looks like they got control of it. They're handling it. And let's face it, the pandemic has been a big cover for the fact that they've told us this summer that aliens exist. That's a good point, yes. You guys are missing it. This is the the biggest cover up in history. I believe (laughs) that there is life on other planets. I believe that there's aliens, but I think it's. Uh, we're going to have to look a lot farther than Venus. It's like, oh, how convenient. They happen to be Why? Right There's there. songs they about Venus. Right there. Ooh, Bananarama. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, I was but thinking there, much older, but, there but yes. Seconds, there is 30 seconds to Mars. There is a band that has Mars. So yeah, and I and really Mars. do like 30 Mars seconds to Mars. <laughs> look, I just... Well, I yeah, just... Bruno Mars also got busted doing coke in Vegas. Where do you... Okay. What, I mean, what do you want? They tossed, they tossed that charge because the DA in that case also got caught doing coke. So he got yes. off the hook. Right with him, yeah. They were in the bathroom together at the Venetian. They both knew a guy at the Venetian. 
I just wonder if those aliens try to come to Earth, if we're going to somehow try to build a wall in space that they got to either go over or under and Only get around. if they're illegal. Well, they, technically they would be. Technically they would be illegal. No, I'm you know? sure there's a form for that that you fill out in triplicate. I, I want to see E.T. standing in line for his Mars. citizenship. I want to see E.T. raise his right finger and and do the Pledge of Allegiance. That's what I want to see. Okay, well, we'll see how that works because, you know, he's phoning home and we'll get him here. Well, you know, I, like I said, so I, I just, again, I think, uh, you know, uh, Earth is number one, just like USA is number one, and Venus and Mars, I don't I, I don't care. <laughs> I, don't, I, do, I do agree. We need to do spend a lot more time caring about the people on this planet right now. I, I'll do, agree I with you, Matt. Look, I don't even... I don't even like taking the time to drive across town. I'm certainly not going to say, yeah, let me take a trip to Mars or Venus. I'm just trying to get to Vegas, you know? I mean, I can't even, you know, I mean, I want, my, my trip to Hawaii got canceled because of the freaking uh, pandemic, you know? So what do I care about Venus or Mars, you know? Well, I mean, I mean it's unspoiled. Unspoiled. Yeah, well, let's go spoil it. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, let's at least be first. Let's go. Let's go spoil it. Put a hard rock cafe on Mars. Let's get started. That's what we need. Franchises up there. Yeah. We franchising Mars and franchising Venus. That's the plan. Yeah. It's like liter- it. It literally a Starbucks. Literally. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I mean, Starbucks will definitely be the first one up there. I feel like then maybe Applebee's will be next up. No, no, no. McDonald's. McDonald's. You're, no. Do they do gender reveal parties up there, too? Or do they not have genitalia? Like, like, like all like frogs where they can switch. I, I think I they're asexual. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what I would, that's what I would think. Unless you're like. Well, cap- which is a shame because, you know, everybody wants to have sex. Oh, uh, yeah, but, well, it depends, you know. If they, if they, we don't know if those, if those aliens are married. Call Jupiter not, the right? big planet for a reason. Yeah. And it's not yeah, too far from Uranus. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, it's near Uranus. So, uh, but, you know, we don't know if they're married. They, they might not be having sex. Who knows? Well, if they're Saturn, Kirk, you put a ring on it. Captain Kirk had sex with aliens, so maybe so. You know, he got it on. I really don't him. want to imagine Shatner right now. In, in that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but, William Shatner. So, yeah. Uh, so, before we go to Bobby, uh, just one final recap. Mars or Venus? Bristol, you first. Oh, Venus, I've already told you for several reasons. First of all, they've Mm -hmm. got the best window treatments. Mm -hmm. I mean, how can you go wrong with Venetian blinds? (laughs) Plus, you know what? I actually already have some Venetian style clothing in my in my closet. I can't say that I have like anything like that little Martian dude. Uh, Matt, (laughs) uh, Venus or Mars? I'm going to say Mars because Uptown Funk going to give it to you because Uptown Funk going to give it to you because Uptown Funk going to give it to you. Saturday night in the spot. Don't believe me. Just watch. And Roman, Mars, or Venus? Uh, Venus because, you know, I like the ladies. I like the ladies. All right. Bobby, what scores you want to give everyone? Points can range from negative 100 to positive 100. All right. Well, Roman got 62. Bristol got 63. And then Matt got 60. All wow. right. So tight. Wow. So tight. One. Who got deductions? Who got deductions? <laughs> hmm. Let's see here. All right. So after just mere minutes, a very, very heated discussion <laughs> about the most controversial topics in our land right now, it's the time to name this week's master debater. In third place with 155 points, Roman. 
Jeez. Uh, in my mom will be my mom will be so proud. Second place. But you got asked. In second place. <laughs> with 156 points. Matt. Which means uh, this week's winner. In first place, with 158 points. Our winner, our master debater, is Bristol. 60 seconds to celebrate starts now! Straight from Venus. Straight from Venus. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm just fanning my face. I don't know what to do. This is such an amazing time for me. Such a beautiful thing. Even the dogs are celebrating. The dogs are excited. The dogs are celebrating with me. We are just so happy to be here and to once again be crowned the Master Vader. It's just amazing. Uh, it's debater. 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 <laughs> fine. That's fine. You're, you're, you're thinking of the other show. Oh, oh gosh. Wait a minute. That one has the cameras. After, after hours. Yeah. Yeah. After yeah hours. Um, but this you is know, a family Bobby, show. I'm so glad to find out that you're not actually sexist. Thank you. Is that what it takes? To hand you the victory to prove, uh, I think it was the Venetian blind thing I put over the top. No, you know, the Venetian blinds were fabulous, and doing coke at the Venetian was yes, pretty damn awesome. That was yeah, that was uh, that was amazing. Yeah, so, uh, so druggies and home decor. That's that's the keys. Sweet. Yes. <laughs> All right. Now, well, that's I really do have a Venetian dress, it. by the way, like an outfit, a costume. Our nice. Big thank you to our three contestants this week. Matt Napolitano, who you can hear every weekday on Fox News Headlines 24-7 on Sirius XM Channel 115. Bristol, you can hear each weekday morning on Kiss Country 93.7 in Shreveport. And Roman Garcia, who you can hear every Saturday night on the Saturday Night Super Show on News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 107.1 in San Antonio. And at comedy events all across San Antonio and beyond. And a big thanks to our judge, Bobby from Austin. Master, De Master Debaters is a production of XS Studios and KTSA San Antonio. Learn more about Master Debaters online at KTSA.com slash Master Debaters. Shut those dogs up. <laughs> I'm Dennis Foley, and this has been Master Debaters, the show where the best argument wins. Who let the dogs out? San Antonio's home for news and talk. On air, online, and on demand. 550 KTSA and FM 1071.